Proclaim the greatness of the Lord our God, in the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Some of you might have heard this story. A pastor was giving the children's message during church. For this part of the service, he would gather all the children in the front of the church around the pastor and give them a brief lesson before then dismissing them to go to children's chapel. And on this Sunday, he was using, the pastor was using squirrels for an object lesson on preparing for a change of season. So he starts out by saying, I'm going to describe something, and I want you to raise your hand when you know what it is. The children nodded eagerly. This thing lives in trees and eats nuts. No hands went up. And it's gray. It has a long, bushy tail. The children were looking at each other, but still no hands were raised up, and and it jumps from branch to branch. Still nothing. Finally, one little boy tentatively raises his hand, and the pastor breathes a sigh of relief and calls on him. Well, said the boy, I know the answer must be Jesus, but it sure sounds like a squirrel. Our view of how we search for the divine gets distorted at such a young age. We aim to please others in church without using our whole selves to search for God. Our minds, for example. We think we have to say the right answers instead of experiencing God's presence all around us. And as we'll talk about in a minute, we'd rather build a building than have God dwell inside of us. In a time of global uncertainty, violence, unrest, we need God's presence more than ever. In times of economic struggles, we need the steadfastness of God to be in our hearts and minds. In a time of fear, we need the deep peace of Jesus to be with us. But how do we cope instead? We cover ourselves by stockpiling creature comforts, or we build buildings, or we hide from God and hide from one another. The spiritual stories of our origin found in the book of Genesis reveals something very interesting to us. Very interesting. When Adam and Eve eat of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, the story tells us that they hide. They sow fig leaves together and cover themselves. And then God has to eventually go looking for them, being so bold as to have to say, where are you? And Adam answers that he hid himself because he was naked. He hid himself in fear. He hid himself because he felt too close to the majesty of God. He had to impose a barrier between himself and God. He saw it no other way. 
Moses does kind of the same thing in today's Exodus reading. This time, part of God's majesty has been imprinted upon him, and his face shines so brightly that the people can't look at Moses when he's speaking. Moses has to cover his face in order for people to be able to approach him at all. The majesty of God and the mortality of humans seems to be in this story too big of a chasm to cross. Some kind of physical barrier, this time a veil, has to be imposed. But then we get this transfiguration story. We always hear a version of this before Lent begins. The story tells us that Jesus' glory is revealed. And it also tells us that as this is happening, the disciples are weighed down with sleep. This makes no sense. Do God's glory and sleep mix? Something might be lost in translation here. Not directly, but maybe indirectly. Let me explain. The Greek word for glory is doxa. And in the, many of the, the concepts of God that are in Greek in the New Testament were because of a Greek translation from the Hebrew of the Old Testament. There was a Greek Bible that was translated before Jesus was born. Um, and that, that understanding of, of the words and how they're different sometimes changes meaning. So the Greek word for glory is doxa, but the Hebrew word, which all those participants in the story would have known, the Hebrew word for glory is kavod. And kavod denotes glory as weight, as heaviness as something so powerful and present that it almost knocks you over. And the glory of God then is something that connotes magnitude, weight, magnificence, or sometimes we use this nowadays, gravitas. Do you see where I'm going? As, as a response to God's gravitas or heaviness, the disciples are, as the story said, weighed down. The glory of God is barreling them over. It's simply too much. It's just like those stories of Adam and Eve hiding or Moses covering his face. The disciples shield themselves from the weight of the divine by being overcome with sleep, doing this to shield themselves keeping themselves away from the real experience of God. They're once, going, they're once again going to a place of distorted experience instead of that real experience of God. So as the bright light fades, all that remains is Jesus, their friend, their teacher, the one who is unshielded with God at all times. They know this now. Jesus is the only human they can know who can fully immerse himself in the glory of the Lord and still live. He is the one with whom there is no barrier with the divine. They are one. 
But even after this stunning observation, Peter wants to recreate the scene by building buildings on site so that something like a new Ark of the Covenant that can house the Holy of Holies can stay there so that God can be bottled up in a way that's manageable for people. Obviously, God doesn't agree in this story because a cloud then overwhelms them and a voice finally has to explain, this is my son, my chosen, listen to him. And upon hearing that, cloud goes away and all that remains of this experience is Jesus. Jesus is all that remains. The story ends and offers us this teachable moment. When we're trying to get God to do something on our behalf, we will often want to do something like build a building or buy something or change our environment or somehow bargain with God. God, if I do this, then can you give me that? But that's not the answer. The answer in this case really is Jesus. When we struggle with our world on the brink of war, when we grieve for the hateful rhetoric targeting people of color or immigrants or the LGBTQ community or teachers or someone in government, when we search for compassion and mercy, when we help when we attempt to help people that are on the margins, but we burn out when we're overwhelmed, when we keep trying harder and trying harder and trying harder, but we simply cannot do enough, the answer in these cases is really Jesus. Our epiphany season draws to a close, but our life with Jesus only begins to expand. As John's gospel reminds us in, when, when John writes, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, that isn't meant to push other people out or push people away or create some kind of exclusive club. It's meant to invite all of us, the entire world, to explore how the one who is at one with God at all times can guide us through the complexity of our world. How the one who is inseparable from God's love can draw us closer to that very presence of love too. How the one who always carries the gravitas or the full weight of the glory of God will not barrel us over with power, but will lead us like a shepherd into all paths of truth and peace and love for all time. Our response is to respond to that voice in the cloud. Listen to him. He is the one who is slow to anger and of great kindness. He is the one who is full of grace and truth. He's the one known as good teacher, good shepherd, prince of peace. Epiphany ends, 
But our life with Jesus will continue to expand. Our response is to listen to him, to remove those distortions that keep us from immersing ourselves in his love, to stop sowing those fig leaves, to stop bailing our faces, to stop putting on some kind of pretension that protects us or rather that shields us from all that the divine wants us to experience. Christ's presence is all around us. We don't need barriers to interact with the living God. We can stop building buildings and stop trying to contain the unbounded love of God and instead invite the presence of an expansive God to dwell with us, around us, in us. Our call then today is to listen to really listen. Because if we are listening and paying attention this time, the answer really is Jesus.